All right, Jabosai, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Let us, uh, let us begin. I want to begin by, uh, by thanking our sponsors for this morning. Shir, to thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Sivan, Naftali, and Chavi Tilson for dedicating all the Shuman Joshos this month. Rav Naftali dedicating in honor of his Chavar, Benjamin Wall, for introducing him to Daf Yomi. May Hashem bless us to finish the Daf Yomi cycle together and celebrate with the Sivan together in Eretz Yisrael. Amen. To thank our Tamatora sponsors for Sivan, Baruch Meir, and Rina Dubin. In this chus, may Hashem continue to protect our brothers and sisters in our Tisrael. May all of our children remain safe and complete their year of learning with a deep connection to the land and to Hashem's Torah. To thank our Day of Learning sponsors, Debbie and Shia Silberger and Sharon and Ellie St- Sh- Sherry and Alan Steinmetz, commemorating the first yard site of their aunt, Yehudis Ita Chana Bas Meir Zechron Levracha. We hope down to the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshama Havan Aliyah and the family in Nechama. And we'll say we also take an opportunity, you know, when we think about Memorial Day, so of course, you know, in our mind, it's a day off from work or, you know, a little bit of a, a day off, a little bit of a later davening, a little bit of a later shear. And it's, I've always felt that it's one of the very sad things that I've often experienced as an American, the idea that sometimes the gravity of this day escapes us, that today is a day to remember America's fallen and to recognize the fact that we are privileged to live in an incredible democracy. And even though as Jews, our heart and halavai one day our bodies while we're alive, will Amir Tashem be in Eretz Yisrael, and we'll have the schos to be in our, in, to be in our true homeland, we are privileged to be citizens of this great country. And even now, in times when we are experiencing an incredible spike in anti-Semitic behavior, and it behooves us to go ahead and rise up to that, and figure out constructive ways to deal with that, the liberties and the freedoms we have in this country are unparalleled. But it comes with incredible sacrifice. And it's very important to remember that today there are many families who are remembering their loved ones, some of them grandparents and some of them parents and some of them children and some of them siblings, because freedom comes with a very high price and democracy comes with an incredibly high price. So, you know, unlike in Eretz Yisrael, where, you know, everywhere you go, you see a young man or a young woman is in uniform. You could always thank them for their service. Here in America, it's, it's a little bit different. But even if you're not going to see someone to thank them for their service, take a few moments and to recognize that there's someone who you never knew and never will know who is willing to give their life to go ahead and safeguard your freedom. And that's an incredible level. If that's not tzidkus, if that's not righteousness, the willingness to be most nefesh for someone you never knew and will never meet, I think, in tzidkus gedola mizo. So we may have many tainas on this country, right? You, you can stop anyone and they can tell you everything that's wrong and everything that's broken. And it's true, like anything in life, there are things that are wrong, there are things that are broken, but there are so many things that are great. And there are so many things that are beautiful. And there are so many things that are magnificent. And so many things that you cannot find anywhere else in the world but here. And recognize that that comes with the ultimate price, the price of human life. So today on Memorial Day, while we're enjoying our barbecues and enjoying our day off, and enjoying hopefully a little bit more time with our mishpachas, and a little bit more time with our gemara, because today is a great day for Chazara. just want to put that out there. Right? Let's also remember to have Akara Satov. 
to the men and women of the armed forces, to this incredible country, which has provided us with so much. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu continue to watch over our brave men and women who fight battles that often we don't even know about. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu allow them to be successful in their continued fight for democracy. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu watch over them and Amir Tashem bring them home safely to their families. I will say with that, let us begin. So today's daf is daf nun. We are picking up mamish the top of daf nun. So just to orient ourselves a little bit, our focus is really the focus we left off yesterday, which was the following. Remember, the Gemara had a question. It was a question that was asked on the last few short lines on Memtasamad days, which was as follows. If the Koingalda were to shecht his par, if he were to shecht his par, so he would have the dam, he would have the blood of his par, and then the Kohen Gadol were to die before he had the opportunity to sprinkle that dam. So the question is, can the replacement Kohen Gadol now use that same dam? Or is he obligated to go ahead and shecht another par? So the Gemara said, really it all comes down to, fascinatingly enough, how you interpret a particular pasik in the Chumash. The Torah says, Bezos yavo arna lakodesh bepar. Right, the Torah says, Aaron will come into the Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh with a par. So the Gemara, so there's two ways to interpret that. So the Gemara says, one opinion says, Bepar, velo bedamo shall par. That teaches us that the Kohen Gadol must come into the Kodesh HaKadoshim with a par that he himself shechted. That he himself shechted. Not, not enough to come in with the dam of the par, you have to shecht the par itself. The other opinion, for example, Rabbi, Rabbi Ami, we're going to Darshan over here. Oh, I'm sorry, Rabbi Ami holds the par shall par. So Rabbi Ami will hold that Allah Lamaisa. It's many opinions. I'm just quoting him as one because the Gemara is going to challenge him in just a moment. Rabbi Ami holds be par par. You have to come in with a par that you yourself have shechted, and not with the blood of a par. And other opinions, Rabbi Chanina. Or Reish Lakish, Bepar, let's go with Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, Bepar, Vafilo, Bedam, Shalpar. Reish Lakish says, no, Bepar means you have to come in with the blood of the cow. But even if you did not shecht, the, or I should say the ox, even if you did not shecht the ox yourself, as long as you have the blood, you're good to go. So we'll say that is the fundamental machlokis. A top, top line, Nunam Madaf. Israel, Yitzchak, Nafka, Rabbi Ami. So Rabbi Yitzchak, Nafka, asked the question, Rabbi Ami, remember again, Rabbi Ami holds, Bepar, velo bedamal shall par. Rabbi Ami holds that in order to come into the Kodesh Kedoshim, the coin Gadol must come with a par, the blood of the par, that he himself has shechted. If he has the par, if he has the blood from the previous coin Gadol's par, that is not good enough. So Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka asked the Kasha, Vahotzi eskala par, shiotzi eskulo, ves parachatos ves yirachatos. So we'll say, listen to this. So Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka says like this, the Pasuk says, Vahotzi par. He will take out the par. Now, both say, now this is not talking about Kippur, but the idea of it, you see from here that what? That Allah an animal, even after it's shechted, is still called the par. This is talking about the par, a par that's burned outside of the base of Mikdash. So you see from here that even after the animal is shechted, it still retains its identity as par, which would seem to indicate to us that what? That blood has the same identity as the animal from which it emanated. And therefore, Allah Chalamaisa, the replacement coin Godel should be able to use the dam of the previous coin Godel's par. So the Gemara Samra Papa, no, no, no. Ba'ar ubasar uparash tukuli amalo pligi. Ki pligi bidam. But say, here's what's interesting. In the case, in the pasta that the Gemara is quoting over here, v'hotzi par al michutz the Torah is talking about you taking the carcass of the par. Everyone agrees that the body of the par, right, just like the intestines or the inner, right, the organs of the par have the status of the par. The shayla is, what about dam? 
Does dam have the status of the par or not? Mar savar damik ripar. One opinion says, I will say, that dam is called the par. Umar savar dam lo ikripar. So we'll say, it's actually fine-tunes it a little bit more. What's the karmach locus? The karmach locus is, when you look at the dam of the par, what do you call that? What do you call that? So there are really two possibilities. Possibility is, what do you call it? Dam. Right? Dam. Possibility number two is, what do you call it? Par. Par. In other words, what is it when you identify that dam? And both you'll say to yourself, oh, come on, who cares? What's an afkamina? The afkamina is in this case. Because the Torah says, So the Shaila is, is, does it have to be, do we say that the dam is par, and therefore even if he didn't shecht it, he could still use it? Or do we say no? The only time for him that dam is called par is when? Is if he himself shechted it. That's the fundamental machlokas. Amr Rashi, Mr. Dam Ikri Par. So Rashi says, it appears to be clear to me that Dam is called Par Dixiv. Because it will say, listen to this, he gives such a simple proof. What does the Pasik say? Bezos Yava Aronala Kodesh, Bepar Ben Bakar. So the Pasik says, what does the Kippur? Torah says, with this Aaron will come into the Kodesh, Bepar Ben Bakar. Atu Bekarni Ma'ayole, tell me. Does Aaron lead the oxen by its horns? And as well say, it's clear from the Pasuk, the Pasuk itself, when it says, Bezos Yava Arna La Kodesh Bipar. Taurus Arna will come into Kodesh Kodesh with the par. Does anyone, is Aaron bringing a cow into the Kodesh HaKadoshim? Of course not. Mitchila, the understanding is, what is he bringing into the Holy of Holies? What is he bringing? Dam. It's Dam. And what does the Torah call the Dam? Par. So, isn't, so why, why are we even arguing about this? V'idach. So I so okay, that's a good proof to say that Dam Ikri Par, but all the other opinions say Vidoch The other opinion will say no 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 the way to read the Pasik is like this Bezos Yava Aranalakodesh. What give what gives Aaron the license to enter into the Kodesh Kadoshim? Bepar ben Bakar. It is with the blood of the par that he shechts. So each one just reads the Pasuk a little bit differently. But we'll say the core machlokis is the same. Does the dam of the par have the status of the par? Or is it just called dam? The nafkamina, Kohen Gadol shechts the par, dies, but the dam is still there. Can Kohen Gadol number two use the dam of the first Kohen Gadol's par? If you hold that dam is ikri par... Then Einachinami, Kohen Gadol number two, could use the dam of the first Kohen Gadol's par. But if you hold that dam is Zikri dam, it's not called par, then Kohen Gadol number two is going to have to shaft a brand new par. Says the Gemara of Seifuklei. But I understand, there's another issue. If Kohen Gadol one shafted a par, and now he has the dam, and before he had the chance to sprinkle the dam, he dies, we have a different issue. The Seifuklei dechato shemesu ba'alehi. I both say, is this not a case of a chatos whose owner has died? I will say, remember again, the par that we're talking about over here is the chatos, is the chatos of the Kohen, Kohen Gadol. So you have now essentially an ownerless chatos. And I will say, what do you do with an ownerless chatos? Right? I will say, remember again, this is one of these interesting cases, right? That, that a chatos whose owner has died, what do you do? Plus, it's one of these strange cases where you let the animal die, right? We, we lock the animal up, we starve it, it dies, because you cannot go ahead and offer a chatos up if the owner has died. So how is the blood even usable if this is a chatos whose owner has died? Amri Rabin Barav Ada, Lirava Amri Tamitcha, Amrav Amram, Chatos Tziborhi, Velo Lemisa Azla. Oh, very interesting. To which the Gemara says, 
the power of the Kohen Gadol is not a carbon yachid. It's not a chatos yachid, but rather, I will say, it is a chatos tzibor. Now, this is very intriguing. Why is this very intriguing, Rabosai? Because the vidui, the vidui that is recited over the power is a personal vidui, right? Again, there are other viduim that the Kohen Gadol says, and this entire time we've been operating with the notion that the power of the Kohen Gadol is a chatos yochid. And now ultimately what the Gemara is suggesting is, no, this is a chatos tzibor. This is not, here we go. Amar lo, Rabbi, Amar lo, Rabbi Meir, valo par kipurim, v'chaviti Kohen Gadol, Upeisach the carbon yachidu, but yet the Mishnah says, Rabbi Meir says, I but there's the power of Yom Kippur, the chavite kohen gadol. What's remember again? What's the chavite kohen gadol? But it's, it's now great because we've learned these things already. Remember again, the chavitin is the unique mincha offering that is given by the kohen gadol every single day. Remember again, does a regular kohen ever bring a chavitin? Excellent. When? Excellent. First day of his service, right? First day that a regular Kohen reports for service, he brings a minchas chavitin. That's what, that is, one time in his life. Kohen Gadol brings it every single day. So listen, listen to this Mishnah. Amr al-Mayr, so Mayr said, the par Yom Kippurim, the chavite Kohen Gadol, carbon Pesach, these are all examples of karbonos yachid. Right, to both say these are all examples of individual offerings. Now, we're going to discuss this more. What's unique about this is as follows. Even though they are individual offering, carbon yachid, they're docha Shabbos, you could offer them up on Shabbos, and you could offer them up in a state of collective tumor, which I will say is unique, because normally, again, individual offerings are not docha Shabbos, and they're not docha tumor. Yet these are. Now, I will say, leave, leave aside Shabbos and tumor, but what do you see from here? You have Rabbi Meir saying that what, what's the status of the power of the Kohen Gadol? What's the status? It's a carbon yachid. Now, both say, now the fact that Rabbi Meir is saying this, Michlal, Now the fact that Rabbi Meir feels compelled to comment on this indicates to us that what? That halacha lamaisa, it's a source of machlokas. And there's another opinion who holds that no, the power of Yom Kippur is a carbon tzibar. So we'll say, this is very exciting. This is very exciting because now, what this is actually kind of evolving into is a much more fundamental machlokas about the nature of the power of Yom Kippur. This entire time we've been operating with the idea that the power of Yom Kippur ultimately, again, is a carbon yachid, a chatos yachid. And now the Gemara is suggesting the idea that no, maybe it is a chatos tzibor. To which the Gemara says, Lotamech, Diktani, Amrlo Rabbi Yaakov, Vahalo Par Halam Davar Shal Tzibor, Usiuri Avodos Kochavim. So we'll say now the Gemara is just giving other examples. Par Halam Davar Mitzibor, remember again, is the case where Halacha Lamaisa, Halacha Lamaisa, but I just want to point out something interesting. Pause here for just a moment. If you look at Rashi, Chatos Tziborhi, it's right across in the Hagos Habach. The Hagos Habach is in the right-hand margin. Right across in there, uh, assuming we all have the same basic pagination. Right, you can take, take a look in the left, right, right in Rashi. Chatos Tziborhi, Hoyol va'ala va'alecha va'kohanim ba, va'al kol kahal Yisrael, d'chsi v'chiper ba'ado, u'ba'ad beiso, u'ba'ad kol kahal Yisrael. So I will say, so I just, I just want to, I want to, I want to point out over here, the Pasuk in the Chumash, that talks about the par says vikriv arunas parachat asasherlo vikiper baado ubaad beso vishachat is parachat asasherlo. They're both saying. So this is very interesting. You see, Rashi adds in over here in parentheses va'al kol kahal yisrael that the paratones for all of klal yisrael. That's not in the pasuk. That's not in the pasuk, right? The pasuk says that who does the paratone for? Who does it atone for? Aaron and his kohanim. 
right? His fellow Khan say, so we're going to see also what's it's very exciting. We're going to see what's very exciting about this is, so what's clear is the power is intriguing like this. Because on one hand, does the power just atone for Aaron? No. no. It also atones for who? For the Kohanim. So the status now, so what, is, what does that make the power? What does that make the power? Does that make it a karb achatas yachid? It's not really a yachid because there's more than one person achieving atonement. Is it, is it a chatas sibur? Is it a chatas sibur? Well, it's just for the Kohanim. It's not for Gans Klal Yisrael. So I'm just pointing out, this, this is the tension. We're going to get to this. So I'll say, so let's go back. I'm going to Yaakov. So let's remember again, Par Helam Davashal Tzibor is the situation where Halacha Lamaisa, again, there, the Sanhedrin issues an erroneous ruling, and as a result, Klal Yisrael commits an Avera. An Avera for normally which the punishment would be Kares. Now, there's no Kares here because at the end of the day, remember, they did it unintentionally. That's Paralim Davashal Tzibor. Si'iri Avodas Kochavim are basically the same idea, just the difference over here is that Halacha Lamaisa, they worshipped idolatry. Same idea. Sanhedrin issued a ruling, an erroneous ruling. That erroneous ruling led to the worship of Avodazara. So what's the Halacha Lamaisa? Vichagiga. And Chagiga, carbon Chagiga, the carbon Sibur, these are all examples of communal offerings. The Ein Dochin Loas HaShabbos Veloas HaTuma. They're both saying this is very interesting. So the Gemara comes along Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, by the way, Parham Davashal Tzibur, Sire Vodas Kochavim, carbon Chagiga, these are all communal offerings, yet they are not Docha Shabbos and they're not Docha Tuma. So I just want to point out to you what you've just seen. You've just, we've, we've assumed, up until you saw Yuma Daf Nunam and Aleph, you were walking around all content and happy in life with the knowledge that what? That if something is a carbon seaboard, it's Docha Shabbos and Docha Tuma. And if something is a carbon Yachid, it's not Docha Shabbos and it's not Docha Tuma. And I'm sorry, I've just changed your life. And not me. Gimar Maseches Yuma Daf Nunam and Aleph. Rameer Shapira, Lablunarav, changed your life. And he says, ultimately, again, the Gimar explains, that there are examples of Karbano Sibor that are not Docha Shabbos and Docha Toma, and there are examples of Karbanos Yochid that are Docha Shabbos and are Docha Toma, to which the Gemara says, Michlal, the Ikalaman Domer, the Yochid. And Bolsonaro, here's what's interesting. The fact that Rabbi Yaakov has to go out of his way to say that these are examples of Karbanos Sibor indicates to us that there may be others who would consider these as Karban Yochid. Ultimately, again, Rabbi Yaakov is responding back to the Tanakama. Why? The Shami de Kamar, Carbon Simur Docha, Shabbos, Satuma, the Carbon Yachid, Enodocha, Loas, Shabbos, Velas, Satuma, because you heard the Tanakama say as follows that a Carbon Sibur, a communal offering, is Docha, Shabbos, and Docha, Tuma. And a Carbon Yachid is not Docha, Shabbos, and is not Docha, Tuma. Amr Lord Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir will say one second. Carbon Yachid Kalaluhu. Rabbi Meir will say one second. Is that true? Is that, is that a rule that you're espousing? That there is no such thing as a carbon Yachid? That is Docha Shabbos, Docha Yomti, Docha Docha Tuma? I'll give you, that's not true. Valo, Par Yom I'll give you examples of Karbanos Yachid, right? Individual offerings that are Docha Shabbos and are Docha Tuma. For example, Par Yom HaKippurim, Kohen Gadol. Pesach, the carbon yachitu, vidochen as a Shabbos, ve'es I will give you examples, Rabbi Say. Says the Gimar, says Rabbi Yaakov, says Rabbi Meir, sorry. 
of individual offerings, which are docha Shabbos, are docha Yamtiv. From Rabbi Yaakov, and Rabbi Yaakov comes along and he says, one second, Karban Sibar Kalaluhu, are you going to tell me that Karban Sibar is always docha Shabbos and always docha Toma? I'm going to show you that's not correct. Valo, Par Helam Davar Shal Tzibar, Usi'ire Avodos Kochavim, Vichagiga, Look at these three examples. These are all communal offerings. The carbon siborhu, the ein dochen loes ha-shabbos v'loes ha-tumah. So I will say, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yaakov, each in their own way, right? So remember again, everybody was operating on a previously espoused principle on the Tanakhama, which is carbonos sibor are doch ha-shabbos, doch ha-tumah. Carbonos yachid are not doch ha-shabbos or doch ha Comes along Rabbi Meir and says, ah, by the way, there are examples of Karbanos Yachid, which are Doche Shabbos and are Doche Toma. And comes along Rabbi Yaakov and says, there are examples of Karbanos Tzibor, which are not Doche Shabbos and Doche Toma. Elo, therefore, we'll say the Gemara is forced to reimagine the rule. What's the rule? I will say, by the way, I have to tell you something. It's, it's such an incredible use in life. These, this is such a Musr. What's the Musr? The Musr is, in life, there are rules. And rules are true until when? Until they're not, right? And then, and then the shaila is, do you have the courage to reimagine the rule? Right, so that's happening in the Gemara over here. We had a rule, we had a rule. Karbanos Sibar communal offerings are docha Shabbos, docha Tumah. Karbanos, right, Karbanos Yachid are not docha Shabbos, not docha, not docha Tumah. But then the Gemara is saying, but there are examples in both ways. So we'll say, what an incredible metaphor for life. Because in life, whether we recognize it or not, we make rules. We make rules. I, I, I don't mean mitzvahs. I, I mean rules for ourselves. Rules in which we live our life. And then there are times when we realize that the rules we made are incorrect. The rules we made are incorrect or the constructs we've created for ourselves are simply incorrect. Now, it doesn't have to mean they were always incorrect. A lot of times in life, we make constructs for ourselves. We make rules, right? We make rules for ourselves. This is how we do it. It might have been right. It might have been right five years ago. And it might have been right 20 years ago. But it might be wrong now. And how often in life does it happen that people get stuck in their previously established constructs? No, no, no. This is how we do it. This is how I parent. This is how I run a relationship. This is how I'm married. This is how I live. This is how I conduct my career. And we've created these rules for ourselves. And again, I want to be clear. They may have been right. They may have been appropriate at some point in time, but they're wrong now. And all too often, we get stuck with an inability to reimagine the rules for ourselves. We get stuck with the inability to recreate the constructs for ourselves. And that's how you learn. We'll say, you know why you learn Gemara? You know why you learn Gemara? Because it's the greatest Musar Sefer. See, you don't, you don't really need a separate Musar Sefer. You just have to really learn Gemara. It's all here. Hafach Bava, Hafach Bava, the Kulaba. What an incredible Musar. There are rules, and they're good rules. They're good rules. But sometimes you have to find the courage to reimagine and to reconstruct your constructs of life. Ella. Therefore, we'll say one word. One word changes Ella. Ella means maybe it's a little bit different. Ella. Nokut Haiklala Biadecha. Rather, Gemara says, here's the new rule. Here we go, and this is the halacha lamaisa, by the way. Which you're going to see, well, kol shezmano kavua, dochas shabbos asatoma, afilu biyachid. Kol shein zmano kavua, in a docha lo asashabis, vodo asatoma, afilu bitsibin. I both say, to which the Gemara essentially says, you are focused on the wrong things. 
We were focused on a Yachid versus Tzibur idea. That's what we thought this was all about, right? Are you a communal offering? Are you an individual offering? If you're a communal offering, you're Docha Shabbos, you're Docha Tumah. If you're an individual offering, you're not. To which the Imar says, no, that, that's actually not what it's about. You just, you made the wrong rule. The rule of Bose is, are you time constrained or not, right? Are you, are you tethered to a particular Zman? Zmano Kavua. If you're a carbon that has to be offered up at a particular time, then that carbon is Docha Shabbos and Docha Tumah. It doesn't matter if it's an individual offering or if it's a communal offering. Everything depend, everything is determined by are you tethered to Zman? Are you tethered to a particular time? Zmano Kavua. Now I will say everything makes sense. So therefore, for example, you could have, you could have a carbon like parhelam davraminat sibor, which is a communal offering, communal sin offering. Sanhedrin made an erroneous ruling. Klal Yisrael committed an avera, punishable by kares. Now we have to bring a communal carbon. I will say, is that dependent? Do you have to bring that at a particular time? Do you have to bring that at a particular time? Do you have to bring that at a particular time? It's a yes/no answer. Good, excellent. No, and it's 50-50. Good, right? No, you do not have to bring that at a particular time. In other words, whether I, br- I have to bring that as soon as I can, but whether I bring it on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday, there, there, it's not depend. Doesn't have to be brought today. I was in general. There's a concept with carbonos of bal ta'acher that you do not delay. But what I'm asking is, is it tethered to a particular day? And the answer is no. Contrast that. And that's a carbon seabor. Contrast that with the current Pesach. Is current Pesach tethered to a particular day? Yes. yes. 14th of Nisan. you got to offer it up. Sorry, if you're running late or you decide, you know what, you, you like to do things really in advance. You say, I'm going to do it on the 13th. That doesn't, I mean, it works. It's a shlamim, but it's not carbon Pesach. So I will say, the Gemara says, that's the distinction. If you are Zmano Kavua, tethered to a particular time, whether you're a carbon yachid or a carbon seabor, that's docha Shabbos, docha Tumah. If you're not tethered to a particular time, then at the end of the day, even if you're a carbon seabor, you're not docha Shabbos, you're not docha Tumah. So we'll say, that, that, that's the rule. So we'll say, so remember again, this, this is all interesting. The problem just is we still have not solved our core issue, right? Our core issue, we're focused on one simple question, which is, he died, the blood is there. Replacement coin godel comes on the scene. Can replacement coin godel use the dam of the previous coin godel's par or not? That's our Shiloh. And now we understand that Shiloh is dependent on what? What is the definition of the dam? Is the dam considered the par or is the dam considered the dam? And we know Bezos Yova Aaron al Kodesh Bepar. Aaron has to come with the par. Aaron has to come with the par. Coin godel has to come with the par. So is the dam par or is the dam dam? So we go weiter. This is another interesting case. This is great. If you have the par and the servium kipper that got lost. Right? Can you imagine this? It's Yom Kippur in the basement. And somebody, by the way, that guy is for sure fired. Right? For sure fired. No severance package. No golden parachute with that one. He's out. Right? Can you, can you imagine? You, you lost the carbonos. On, can you imagine like, like the most? You had one job. You had one job. Just watch over the animals. That's all. Right? And you, so I'll say, so what happens? They lost the carbonos. They lost the carbonos. The hefer shachirim tachtei. And I'll say, here's an interesting case. So, okay, not a problem. If you lose the original carbonos, they, they go ahead and they bring out replacement carbonos. Now, in this case over here, what happened is like this, right? They lost the power in the sire. They brought the replacement power in the sire, shafted the replacements, and then what? Then found the original ones, 
then found the original ones. What's the halacha? Kulam yamusu. Right? So we'll say, so the original ones are left to die. The same thing about says with the Sir and Abosai. Now I want to point out over here what's the reason why they left to die. So Rashi says over here, Kula Yamusu. say this Rashi is right across from Tulsa's Par Helam Davashal Tibor. Right across in Rashi. So Kula Yamusu Rashi says, because this is an example of a chatos whose owners achieved atonement through another animal. And one of the chatos offerings that's left to die is this type of chatos, right? If the owners achieve the atonement through another animal, the chatos is left to die. V'chein si'iri same as which is again, is the communal offering for avod zara. So the same thing, sha'avdu, you, let's say you set aside the seer, then the seer was lost. You, you, you got replacement animals, you offered up the replacement animals, and then you found the original ones, Kulu Yamos de Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda holds in all of these cases, when you find the original animals, you can't offer it up because this is chatos, shekipru ba'aleha. The, the owners achieved atonement through another animal. So the animal, the original animals are simply left to die. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Eliezer, or Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Yiru Achi Istavu, Viyimkaru, Viyimplu Demein Linadava. Rabbi Shimon, excuse me, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon all hold that no, you don't have to allow the original animals to die. Rather, what do you do? You put them out to graze until they develop a mum, and then ultimately again you could sell them and use the money for Nidava. Why? She'in chatas Sibor Mesa. Because we'll say, interestingly enough, they hold that halacha the only type of chatos that is left to die is a chatas yachid. But a chatas tzibor ultimately again is not left to die. Amalei, my parts, so we'll say, now this is very interesting, because remember again, you have in this list what? The par of Yom Kippur. The par of Yom Kippur. So we'll say, succumbs along, really what's happening over here, and the reason, the reason why we're bringing this up is, Rebbe, Rebbe Shimon, are all saying the par is considered to be again a carbon seabor. So I'll we'll say, this is very interesting. So now you're telling me that the par of the Kohen God of Yom Kippur it's not a chatos yachid, but rather what? It's a chatos tzibur. Wow, that's very interesting. To which the Gemara says, Amrle, my par, par helam davashal tzibur. No, no, no. When the Bryce said par, it's not referring to the par of Yom Kippur, but rather it's referring to a par helam davashal tzibur. Chabosa, again, is when the Sanhedrin issues an erroneous ruling. Everyone acts on the rule, commits an iser, punishable by kares. That's the par they're talking about. But once again, it's not what the Mishnah says, it's not what the Brisa says, but it says, part of Yom Kippur, no, 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 ki katani adesoyer. No, no, when it said Yom Kippur, it was talking about the Sawyer. Ayva Tanya, we learned, if you have the power of Yom Kippur and the Sawyer of Yom Kippur, and what happens? The animals were set aside, then they were lost. And you separated out replacement animals, you offer up the replacement animals, then you find the original ones. Kulon Yamus, Rabbi Huda. All of them, right, the original animals are left to these words, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi, Rabbi, or Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Yiru Achi Stavu, Vimkuru, Vyiplu, No, you don't have to let them die. Rather, again, you let the original animals graze, develop a mum, redeem them, use the money for Karbanos Nedava. Why? She'ein Chatos Tzibor Mesa. So we'll say this is pretty explicit. Pretty explicit over here that we're calling the power of Yom Kippur a Chatos Tzibor. They're both saying, now that, that's very dramatic. 
That's very dramatic. To which the Gemara says, Lo mesa. No, no, don't say the words because the Chata Sibur is not left to die. Oh. And we'll say, now, now we've just introduced something new. You're right. Maybe, maybe the power of Yom Kippur, the power of the, power of the Kohen Gadol, is not a Chatas Yochid. It's not a Chatas Yochid, because at the end of the day, the Torah says that who does the Kohen Gadol do vidui for on the par? He does it for him and his fellow Kohanim. But can you call that a Chatas Tzibur? Can you call that a Chatas Tzibur? Not really. Why? Why? Because it's not really used to atone for all of Klal Yisrael. So maybe we could call it like this. A chatas hashutfin. Incredible. So it's not a chatas yachid, right? It's not, it belongs, doesn't belong to an individual. It doesn't belong to the collective, but maybe it's a chatas owned by a partnership. And both say, in this, in this situation, who's the partnership? Who are the partners? The Kohanim. Fascinating. Fascinating. It's a different, well, a different kind of animal. Right? It's, a different, it's a different kind of carbon. It's not a carbon yachid, but it's also not really a carbon zebra, because it's also a carbon zebra means for all of Klal Yisrael. Perhaps the par is a chatos hashutfin. Now, why does that matter for us? Omay nafkamina. We'll say, what, what, I don't understand. What does it matter if it's a chatas hatzib or a chatas hashotfin? My nafkamina. We'll say, listen to this. Because we'll say, what it means is as follows. See, here's what's interesting. And this, and this is really fascinating. What the Kohanic family, Kohanim, what are Kohanim considered? Are Kohanim considered a tzibur? Or are they shutvin? Now, Bosin, let me explain something to you. Very interesting. Rashi points this out. Each shevet is called a tzibur. Right? If you actually if you look at the last Rashi in the daf, the We'll say, watch this. This is incredible. Let me give you a, an example of this. Let's say, let's say for argument's sake, the basin of Shevet Yehuda. Let's, let's assume for a moment that Yehuda had its own regional, right? The tribe of Yehuda had its own Beisdin. And what happened? The Beisdin of Yehuda paskind, an erroneous ruling. And as a result, all of Shevet Yehuda committed an Avera. Let's say, for example, they, 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 they went ahead and they paskind that you're allowed to eat on Yom Kippur, which is punctual by Kares, right? And Shevet Yehuda, Shevet Yehuda went ahead and ate on Yom Kippur. But say, what does Shevet Yehuda do? Shevet Yehuda brings a par because a shevet is called a kahal. A shevet is called a tzibur. But say, let's say the basin of Kohanim went ahead and passed that it's permitted to eat on Yom Kippur. And all of the Kohanim ate on Yom Kippur. So we'll say, what happens, hopefully not the Kohen Gadol, right? But I will say, all the Kohanim ate on Yom Kippur. I'm just giving you an example of a kare's bearing uh, prohibition. So what's Talacha? Do they bring a par helam davar minat tzibur? To which the Gemara says, No. No. Oh, I'm sorry? Correct, but within Shevet Levi, let's say the other, how do we look at the Kohanim as a group? Because this is unique. Remember again, the Kohanim, one could say that a Kohen is like a Shevet, the Kohanim are like a Shevet. And even though you're right, Kohanim and Levim are part of Shevet Levi, Kohanim and Levim are two very distinct groups. So the Gemara says something amazing. The Gemara says that Kohanim are not looked at as a Tzibor. And Kohanim are not looked at as a Kahal. Rather, instead, the Gemara says, Kohanim are looked at as shutfin, as partners. 
It's one big geschäft, right? They're one big partnership, right? They're, they're, they're a partnership. And the nafkaminabos, they would be this example, this example. If an entire shevet were to sin, they would bring a parhelam davraminat sibor. If the kohanim, as a collective, were to sin, they would not bring a parhelam davraminat sibor, because they're not called the tzibor. They're not called the kal. They're, they're reckoned as a group. But the way we would look at that group is much more as a shutfah. So I will say, isn't this incredible? So therefore I will say, it turns out that when Aaron brings that power, and that power is a chatos, not a chatos yachid, it's not a chatos yachid, it's a chatos for the kohanim. I, so we were assuming, I will say, what's the status of a chatos brought for a kohanim? Again, if you were to ask me on the street, you were to stop me, hi, shalom aleichem, what do you think the identity of the chatos brought for the kohanim is? We'll say, what would you answer? What would you answer? Sibor. That's what I would say, Sibor. Because I would say for one simple reason. I would assume that by definition, essentially, it's kind of like milchiks or fleshiks, right? You're either milchiks or fleshiks. I mean, I guess you could be parav. But, but, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, either you're a yachid or a Sibor. So if the par is not a carbon yachid, by definition, it's, it's a carbon Sibor. Because that's what I thought of the two states. Twisting where says, no, there's actually a third state. Carbon shal shutfin. It's actually a carbon, it's a chatos, it's a partnership chatos. It's not a yachid, it's not a tzibur, it's incredible. So my nafkamina, but say, what's nafkamina between being a tzibur versus being a shotfis? Again, that if the kohanim were to go ahead and issue, the basin of kohanim were to issue an erroneous ruling, and all the kohanim were to sin based on that ruling, they would not bring a parhelam tavra minat tzibur. So I will say, this is incredible. So now we're introducing, I will say, you're going to see, it can't, it can't, you think it can't get better than this? It is. It's going to get better. So let's say, so now watch this. So now what we've just been introduced to is this idea that halacha lamaisa, the part of the kohanim, is not a partial yachid, not a carbon yachid, not a carbon seabird, but perhaps it is this thing called a chata shalshutfus. And I will say, I want to point out, the notion of bringing a carbon b'shutfus is not a chiddish, right? We already know that. Of course, you can bring a carbon b'shutfus. Now, you can't generally bring a chatos b'shutfus. Like, can you imagine this? You go over to your buddy, hey, what, what did you do? What did you do, right? Let's say what I did. Maybe we could split something and go in together. So I'll say it doesn't work like that, right? Everybody, you do this in on your own, you have to bring your own chatos. So it doesn't, so in general, you can't bring a chatos like this. So this is unique by a chatos. Now again, if you want to bring a shlomim with your friend, you want to bring in a dava with your friend, you could definitely bring a, a, a carbon beshutfus. Generally not a chatos. So this is unique over here. So the notion of bringing a carbon beshutfus is not a chiddish. The notion of bringing a chatos beshutfus is a chiddish. Tashma, debay rabbi lazer, amadeiz. omer, carbon yachid. Now, we're going to see, by the way, this is really interesting, because now there's a whole bunch of nafkaminas to how you would go ahead and categorize this particular carbon. So watch this. According to the opinion, it says, that ultimately, again, the par, the par of the coin is a carbon yachid. Therefore, oset mura, in oset mura. So we'll say, listen to this shayla. Can the coin make a tmura? We'll say, remember again, what's tmura? Tamura means when you exchange the sacrificial animal for another animal. Now remember again, the aloha is, Tamura is an iser da'araisa. Once you have an animal designated as a karban, the Torah says, lo yomir, you are not permitted to exchange it. Now if you do exchange it, what happens? What happens? Vayahu usmura so kodesh, there's a penalty. And the penalty is both animals now are vested with sacrificial sanctity. So we'll say, now watch this. If you hold that the power of Yom Kippur, is a carbon yachid, can you affect Tumura with this animal or not? Right? That's the fundamental shayla. So the Gemara says, Lav Mechlan Abosai. Again, 
Tumura only applies to a carbon yachid. Tumura does not apply to a carbon seabor. So again, if you hold that Allah Chalamaisa, Par Yamakiburim is a carbon yachid, can you affect Tumura or not? Lab Michlal Dikalamandamar, the seabor. So the fact we're asking that Shaila indicates to us that someone holds that Par Yamakiburim is a carbon seabor. Not simply a carbon shutfus, but a carbon seabor. No, no, no. What it just means to say, say is you wouldn't be able to affect Tamura with a jointly owned animal either. So when the Gemara asks, if you hold that Kapar of Yom Kippur is a carbon yachid, can you affect Tamura? The inference for that is not that someone else holds that it's a carbon seabor. The inference from that is that someone else holds that what? That it's a carbon shutfin. So Gufa, this opens up a whole nother issue. Watch this, Gufa. So if you hold that the part of Yom Kippur is a carbon yachid, can you affect Tamura or not? Can you affect Tamura or not? So my kami boile, so what's, what's exactly, what's the shayla? So, so this, is, this is incredible. Bose, listen to the shayla. Now, because remember, think about this in just a moment. Remember, if it's a carbon yachid, should there be a shayla if you could affect Tamura or not? No. Or if it's a carbon yachid, then Tamura should be affectable. Whatever, you don't understand what I mean. Right? You should be able to affect Tamura. So once I watch this, this is incredible. My kami boile, I'll tell you what the shayla is. Watch this. Do see Here's what everyone has to acknowledge. Right? Even if you hold, this is really fascinating. Even if you hold that the par is a carbon yachid, right? It's the chatos yachid, it's the coin godos chatos. Who does the paratone for? Who does the paratone for? Kohanim. Rabbi, I just want to be clear. That's the Pasuk in Chumash. V'chiper ba'ado u'ba'ad beiso. And beiso, by the way, is Kohanim. It's not just as a medium, nuclear family, it's Kohanim. So, we'll say, so just to be clear, everyone on the, 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 the way the mechanics of the par is that even if you hold that the par is a carbon yochid, a chatos yochid, it is mechaper ultimately again for the Kohanim. So we'll say, this is fascinating. So if that's, so what's the shaila? The Shaila is there for, listen to this, when trying to figure out the identity of the par, the identity, or I should say, when trying to figure out does the par affect Tamura, do we look at Ibasar Makdish? I'm sorry, so the Gemara says, um, I'm sorry, Ibasar Makdish Azlinan? Do we go after the one who was Makdish the par? But say, who is Makdish the par? Who's Makdish the par? The Kohen Gadol, in which case it's a carbon yachid. If it's a carbon yachid, you can affect Tamura. Or do we go after, or do we follow those who the carbon is atoning for? And I both say, who is the carbon atoning for? The Kohanim, collective, group. In which case, if it's a group carbon, then what? You cannot affect Tamura. So I both say, it's incredible. That, that Pshita, so I both say, so again, this is just another manifestation. It's, it's all the same issue. I just want to point out, we still haven't solved the original question. We, we just moved on to something different now. Right? Sorry, the original question about the dam of the now deceased Kohen Gadol's power is still there. Now what we've kind of delved into is, what is the status of the power? And I'll say it appears that we have three opinions. Either one possibility, A, it's a carbon yachid. Possibility B, possibility B, carbon seabor. Possibility C, carbon shutfus. 
Now, both now the Gemara saying, by the way, and even if you hold possibility A that it's a carbon yachid, and therefore you shouldn't, there should be you know, it should be obvious that you could affect Tamura, it's not so posh. Because even if it's a carbon yachid, this is definitely not a regular carbon yachid. Why not? Why not? Because although it is sanctified and brought by one person, it is clearly brought on behalf of who? A group. So the shail is when looking about it, the ability to affect Tamura, do we look at the person who consecrated it? One person, individual, or do we look at whom it is atoning for, which is a group? So the Gemara says, Pshita, the Basra It appears to be clear that we definitely follow the Miskaper, that we definitely go ahead and look at who the carbon is atoning for. And therefore, again, this is a group carbon, therefore, it can't affect Tamura. If somebody goes in and consecrates a carbon, Mosif Chomesh. So also remember again, if a person is Makdish a Behemon, I will say the case over here is, if you look at Rashi, Hamakdish Behemto Lotzis Bo Chavero. So we'll say in this case over here, I am consecrating an animal for my friend Ruvain to discharge his obligation. Right? So Ruvain has to bring a carbon. I'm a nice guy. I'm Makdish an animal for Ruvain. So we'll say, what's Talocha? So if I want to redeem the animal, I have to go ahead and pay the additional fifth. He who, red- I'm sorry, he who was maktish the animal pays the chom, we'll say in general. Remember, if you consecrate an animal and then you want to redeem that animal, there's a, I don't want to call it a penalty amount, I'll call it a surcharge amount on your redemption. But the Gemara is saying that's only if you're the one who consecrated the animal. In this case over here, I'm consecrating an animal for Ruvain, right? Ruvain's going to discharge his obligation with this animal. Therefore, again, only if I, the Maktish, redeem it, do I have to pay the fifth. Vamiskaper, but interestingly enough, the one who achieves atonement through the animal, i.e. Ruvain, Osebo Timura. He's the only one who could affect Timura. So we'll say, isn't this interesting? I, even though I consecrated it, because it's not for me, I can't affect Timura. I, if, right? I can't affect Timura. Only Ruvain, who the animal is being brought for, was going to bring the animal, he could affect Timura. So we'll say, what do you see from there? You see from there that clearly, again, when it comes to Timura, we look at the Miskaper. We look at the person who is achieving atonement ultimately again through this animal. Therefore, again, using this logic, even if you want to say that the power of Yom Kippur is a carbon yachid, at the end of the day, it is achieving atonement for a group. And therefore, halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, it does not go ahead and it, does, it is not subject to Tzimura. So the Gemara says, Vatorin mishololashal chavero. And we'll say again, the Gemara just brings other examples. This is not our topic. If halacha lemaisa, if you go ahead and you take truma from your own produce to go ahead and satisfy the tithing obligation for your friends, then tovas hanoa shalo. Then ultimately, again, because the, because the truma is being separated for your friend, halacha lemaisa, he has the tovas hanoa. Both say tovas hanoa means the ability to decide which coin it goes to, to which the Gemara So therefore, kind of looking back for just a moment, we're trying to figure out if you hold that the power is a carbon yachid, is it subject to the halachos of Tamura or not? Right? So we said, what does it depend on? Do we go Basra Maktish or Basra Miskaber? Do we look at the person who consecrated the animal, in which case, again, it's a coin, one individual subject to Tamura, or do we look at the Miskaper, the population that is atoned for through this animal? And since in this case, by the power, it's a group of Kohanim, it's a collective, therefore, Allah is not subject to Tamura. Therefore, the Gemara says, you're right, the Olam Pshitalei, in reality, it is clear that for Tamura purposes, we don't look at who consecrated the animal, but rather we look at what? We look at what? Ultimately, again, who is achieving atonement 
through the animal. And since in this case, it's not an individual, it is a group, therefore the carbon is not subject to Tamura. But here's the kasha. Echav ha-kohanim, bikviusa miskapri, odilma bakufri miskapri. But I will say, here's the shayla. The shayla is, when we, so now we understand that the par, although it is brought by an individual, the kohen gadol, it atones for the kohanim. The shayla is, what's the nature of that atonement? Look at Rashi. Bikviusa miskapri? Rashi says over here, kishara miskaprim, shefrishu acherim alehem. Listen to this. When we say, when we say that the Kohanim achieved Kapara through the power of the, of the Kohen Gadabosai, is that Kapara as if the other Kohanim are actually partners? that they own a chilek of this par? Or do we say they kind of achieve a general type of kapara? The kapara, I will say literally again, kufya means like it hovers, it's there. So I will say this is, again, we just keep on trying to distill this to, to a more specific idea, which is that halacha lemaisa, even if you hold it to kohanim, even if you hold it to kohanim, ultimately achieve kapara through this par, do we say that the other kahana become like partners in the par? Or do we say that they achieve atonement, but it's a more general hovering type of atonement? That's the shaila. So we'll say, and the nafkamina will be Tamura. Tamura. Sahalochalamaisa again. If you hold that they become like partners, then this is a jointly owned carbon. If it's a jointly owned carbon, then it's not subject to Tamura. But if you hold that it's kind of just like a kind of like a what we'll call a hovering interest. Right? The hovering interest, which means they achieve atonement but there's no real ownership in it, then Allah it's possible that it can achieve Timur, or that Timur can be affected. So Tashma, I'll say that's analyzed a bit more. It's just be two lines, then I have to show you a Rambam. Tashma, Chomer Bezevach Mibitruma, sorry, Mibitimura. There is a Chumra that a general carbon has over Timura. Right, Tabos, remember again, Timura is the exchange, Zevach is a regular carbon. So there's a Chumra that a regular carbon has over Timura, but Chomer Bitimura Mibitzevach, and a chumrah that Tamura has over a regular carbon. Chumrah bezevach, the chumrah of zevach is, sha zevach noig biyachet kibitzibor, fedoches ashabes vesatumah vaoset Tamura. So we'll say, because remember a regular carbon, a regular carbon applies to an individual, applies, in other words, there are individual carbonos, collective carbonos, a regular carbon is doche. Shabbos, a regular carbon could be doche. Tumah, and a regular carbon could make Tamura. Masha'en kibitzibor. But say none of these things apply to Tamura, right? Tamura is not Docha Shabbos. Tamura is not Docha Tuma. Ultimately, again, and I will say, a Tamura cannot go ahead and what? A Tamura cannot go ahead and make another Tamura. So I will say, this is interesting, right? It's interesting. If you make a Tamura, you can't go ahead and have another animal make a Tamura. The Tamura animal cannot make a Tamura. That's the Chumras that a regular carbon has over Tamura. Chomer betamura mi bezevach. I will say, what's the chumra that a tamura has over a regular carbon? Shatmura chala al balmum kavua ve'ina yotza lechulin. I will say, listen to this. Tamura can be chal on a balmum kavua. I will say, this is very interesting. What does this mean? I will say, if you take a blemished animal, let's say you go ahead and you take an animal that has a blinded eye, which is a mum. I will say, and you say, I hereby declare this animal to be a shlamim. Does that, does that designation work? No. 
it doesn't work, right? Because you can't, you can't make an unfit carbon an animal. Yet, interestingly enough, if you have another, if you designate an animal, probably animal or shlamin, and then you swap it out with a blemished animal, you try to exchange it, that tamura does work. Again, you can't offer it, of course, but lamaisa, the carbonic sanctity devolves upon that animal, which is quite incredible. So the Gemara says, And furthermore, again, I will say, a tamura animal can never be redeemed. Really interesting. Can never be redeemed. This is all untrue when it comes to Zevach. So I will say, Hi Zevach. Hey, what's this case of Zevach? I will say, what's, what's this particular case? It was actually, you know, we're going to stop over here. We'll pick up, we'll pick up. Well, actually, let's, let's finish. Hi Zevach. Hey, quickly. What's the case of Zevach? If you want to say it's a carbon yachid, me dochi Shabbos and Tumah. Rabbi said, can a carbon yachid ever be dochi Shabbos and Tumah? By the Rabbi said, what's the answer to that? Yes, we learned that. But the Gemara supposing the answer to that is no. Right? The Gemara is working with the assumption that no, a carbon yachid is not dochi, is not dochi Tumah and Shabbos. Ela de tzibor. Rather, most of them are a carbon tzibor. I, but if it's a tzibor, me ose tzimura. Rabbi said, can a carbon tzibor ever affect tzimura? Ela lav de par. Rather, must be talking about the par, the doches Shabbos, and a par is doches Shabbos, the esatoma, why? Both say the par is doches Shabbos, and is doches toma, why? Because as we spoke about before, they both say to be doches Shabbos, doches toma, what do you need? What do you need? Kviyasman. You need to be tethered to a particular time. And it can make a tamura, why? Ultimately, again, the carbon yachid, who? Because ultimately, again, it is a carbon yachid. It's something that we're talking about, Bosa, is not the power of Yom Kippur, but rather the Isle of Yom Kippur. This seems to be clear. But again, so we'll say, I'm leaving, we're, leaving, we're leaving off in the midst of this over here. But what I just want to point out is again, I, didn't, I just ran out of time. We, we, did not, we have not answered our original question, right? Which again, what's our original question? right par is right. What is dam? Is dam par? Is dam dam? Kohen Gadol shechted his par. Ultimately, he died. The dam is still there. Can he use the dam? Ultimately, of the first Kohen Gadol, comes down to a fundamental shaila in the in the pasuk. Is dam called dam or is dam called par? We'll have to wait in Mirat Hashem for the resolution of that. But we'll say, as well as now we have another burning question. What's the other burning burning question? Mam's burning question is. What's the status of the par of the coin gadol? Three possibilities. Possibility A, carbon yochid. Possibility B, tzibur. Possibility three, shutfus. And I will say the nafkaminos are quite dramatic. Tamura and others, emir tzashem to be resolved tomorrow. I have another question. What does the You mean vis-a-vis a coin gadol? Yes. Oh, good. We're going to see that as well. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Very true. Very true.